Hey, this is Ryan O'Neill from the Danish and O'Neill podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 30 freaking five? Well, the best way to prevent that hair loss is to do something about it while you still have some hair left. Now, you used to have to go to the doctor's office, but now you go to Keeps and you can visit a doctor online and you get hair loss medication delivered right to your door. And they make it easy. They deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to the pharmacy checkout lines and the awkward doctor visits. Also, they use the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. And maybe you tried them before, but you've never tried them at this price. Look, these treatments take four to six months to see results, so act fast. The sooner you start, the more hair you'll keep. Now, if you're ready to take these actions and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash ATC and receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash A-T-C. Two. One. Shit. I surprised O'Neill with that. I got wow. that about uh, an hour and a half ago. Let's give the shout out to the artist. Uh, the artist is the same man. You may recognize the voice. You probably don't. The same man who sang the epic Boner City anthem. Yes. And he, I think he outdid himself with this one. I told him it's Sean. Holy shit. Sean Aylward. He's from my hometown. Went to high school with him. Uh, he all he wanted he lives out here though right yeah lives out here did it for free just wanted me to plug his band hello echo check him out on hello YouTube. echo you go see those motherfuckers that is a tremendous check, intro song. check him out on youtube on vimeo spotify please listen to him make comments on those things positive comments they, they do awesome uh videos they, awesome yeah, music videos they have cool videos did a claymation video that song is unbelievable i listened to that earlier uh for the second <laughs> time and i was literally like almost crying laughing <laughs> And when I heard it, I said, oh, I'm in for a real treat. As soon as the, as soon as the opening chorus w- rang out, that I was... I was uh, Danish. <laughs> I was O'Neill. I know how they both feel. <laughs> oh, that's a man. Hell, that's a hell of a theme song. Started off that's hot. That's crazy. Episode 35 is here with a new 34. theme song. 34. I'm sorry. I just checked that and I fucked it up. Uh, Let's restart. That's <laughs> that blew my mind, Sean. I don't think he listens to the show, 
But he ironically, to the beginning of you it. got a job years ago. Yeah. And he was your boss. And then you told me who it was. And I was like, wait a second. I went to high school with him. I used to drive around the crew of the first season of The Apprentice LA. And he was, uh, what, he was like the production manager? Yeah, he was like the head of the drivers. Did uh, did you know that he would one day pen two great songs for podcasts no, that you'd be a part of? I could never have predicted that. At the time I was working there, there was no such thing as a podcast. I mean, we relate to this. It doesn't uh, even exist. Because, you know, we're uh, we're artists of a, of a type. And, you know, you do something, you don't know how good it is. He didn't want to send those to me. So I'd, uh, he, there's actually another song that I'll play during the outro that he thought he thought they were no good. I told him that techno song. That's one of the best songs I've ever heard. That was amazing. <laughs> it really was. Uh, yeah, I mean, does he have a Twitter account? Nothing, no. Maybe um, we'll have him on sometime. I think we owe it to him to discuss. <laughs> if he wants to be associated with this I show. I think he'd like to be associated. Yeah, I have no he, problem with that. he got a good sense of humor. We could talk about the old days of uh, driving the crew around of The Apprentice. They call me Danish. that's funny good song good start uh speaking of good starts what a night speaking of good finishes what a night last night happy 209 day to everybody listening to this on monday it is officially president barack obama named monday yeah what's tomorrow the 7th march 7th he called it tuner tuner 09 tuner 09 day in honor of nate diaz's epic defeat over connor paper tiger champion mcgregor they said there were more pontoon boats out on lakes rivers and oceans today than there have ever been in the history of the world. I don't know if you heard this. Monday, all residents of Stockton were given the day off of work. They're having a pontoon parade through uh, whatever body of water is maybe Naked Beach with Jerry McFly. It could be good. It's going to be a pontoon parade. Feel fine, the 209. Man, what a... I'm still... uh, I still haven't come down from the high of watching that fight. I've never seen you so excited. You Uh, know I love... Diaz brothers. No, I mean, and and they're friends of the show. Yeah. And if there's any... We may be the two most expert people on the Diaz brothers in the country. Yes, yeah. I mean, we talk to them. Yeah. We know them pretty well. Yep. There's a lot going on. We there. know their love of pontoons and, I, and bikes and whatever else. For me, the great thing too is I love Robbie Lawler and the way that Lawler fits in with the Diaz brothers and the Nick Diaz Robbie Lawler battle back in 04. When Conor McGregor had the audacity to call out Robbie Lawler. <laughs> yeah, Robbie Lawler would This guy can't even beat. <laughs> What's great is uh, you said it when you came in here, but we didn't talk about it, is that. Nate Diaz basically did everything he could to be like, I took this fight on short notice. Oh, yeah. He was in Cabo, he said. He got sick because he yeah. drank the water like an idiot. He said that he's like, I basically didn't like eat for like three days. So like I was like kind of thin when I came back. That's I love when he goes, they're like asking him about, did he punch hard? He's like, yeah, I, I fucking train with boxers and shit. And he's like, you know, for a little guy, he, he hit pretty hard. I mean, Nate- yeah, he goes for a little guy. He just, Dude, did you watch the press conference? Not all of it, but Nate Diaz, oh. dude, his face looked, it was bad, but. It wasn't the, that. I mean, a lot of it was like cuss from the gloves. Lacerations and shit, but like, the, the cut over his eye had stitches. Yeah. But uh, the picture of him is like such Nate Diaz. He's gushing blood and he has his, after the win, he has his hands yeah. up. He, uh, so the press conference, Conor McGregor, obviously, uh, wind really taken out of his sails. And then somebody bends down and says Nate Diaz is coming in. 
the camera stays on Conor McGregor as Nate Diaz walks by. I've never seen a guy more uncomfortable in my life. This was a Conor McGregor that I've never seen before. It, it was such an awkward tension on his face. It was insane. I couldn't even watch. Did, did you hear what Jose Aldo did? What did he do? He tweeted immediately. Oh, yeah, he, he celebrated. Fairy tale's over. Yeah. Give me my rematch, pussy. <laughs> and McGregor is like, this is a man rooting for another man's victory. That's a loser. Dude, his, he better... St- I don't, how do you trash talk now? You can't trash you can't. talk anymore. Anyone can it's shut, over with. Any, it's like being a fat kid, which I was. Anyone can just immediately go to the year fat and beat you. You can just say, Nate Diaz. But he knew it, dude. And dude, the way Diaz was talking about him, he was respectful at first, and then he was totally disrespectful. Conor McGregor didn't say a fucking word, and they would pan over, and they'd show his face. And dude, this guy, I mean, this guy, his, his life... In the UFC is is going to be changed radically. They said I read an article on uh, Fox Sports and it was all about like what's next for him. And he kind of said like, oh maybe I'll stay at 170. No, they no said he, was, he says no. he goes, I'm going to 45 to show these guys. Well, he kind of was like he left it open, but was basically like I have to go back to 45. And the writer was like, this was his attempt because he hates cutting to be like I'm I want to stop doing that. And but like can. it was the experiment went so poorly that like hey well, you yeah. bet if you want to still headline you're going back. Well he said he goes it, you know it's it's hard for me but uh I do it. I do it. Yeah. So I I'm going back down there. I think he's beatable he, down there. I think Frankie Edgar can beat him. Dude, Jose Aldo I think can beat him. He's been given chumps or people that have taken fights on two weeks notice. This is how he's made his career. What I think Edgar's going to whip him for sure. I think he's a wrestler and he can punch. I think he's in trouble against Edgar. And he's Edgar. fast as fuck. I thought McGregor looked terrible last night, as bad as yes. I've seen him. Dude, I thought he looked the same as he looked in the Chad Mendez fight. Like, remember yeah. Chad Mendez in second round, he was getting winded. Problem is, Chad Mendez was winded. Good before strategy. That. Diaz said he started slow. It was kind of an intentional. Knew that he wasn't in great <laughs> he shape. Said he never had sparring partners. <laughs> he goes. He goes. I didn't even fucking spar for this shit, dog. I mean, I don't fucking. I just had to fucking start slow. Conor McGregor during the press conference kept saying uh, about his energy. He's like, said he didn't use it wisely. Nate used his energy better than I did, and going on about all this crap, about this energy crap. And then Diaz is like, I mean, I don't know if you talk about this energy stuff. He's like, yeah, I I just fucking took him down. Drink a Red Bull, Connie, you fucking idiot. Uh, For those of you who don't know, we did a thing last night with uh, the podcast Punch Drunk Sports, uh, GSP, some guys we know call into there as well. Uh, So we did, it was on Rabble TV. Yeah. And uh, I think about like seven, 8,000 people listened. Yeah. Some of you guys listened. If you didn't, I have the end of the fight right here. Oh, yeah. It's a wild <laughs> ride. You can hear O'Neal. O'Neal's not the, the guy who's shrieking in a high-pitched voice is Sam Tripoli, comedian. <laughs> I'm dying laughing. There's a girl there, the fight nanny. She and I were sitting next to each other. We're both dying laughing because it got fucking crazy. I can't even imagine what the end of the Here we like. go. <laughs> this is a wild ride. It's going to be two minutes, but I find it hilarious. Oh, Jesus. So bear with it. Here we go. calling out Lawler at 70. No, he would not do well. And the reason... Oh! Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! Come <laughs> 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 I 
Let's get out! Oh, get out! Oh, get out! Like a fucking gangbang. Oh, oh my god! Two Wow. Triple E sounds like Perry Caravello that when he starts like screaming. Perry Caravello giving birth. That was insanity. Man, that was a lot of that was intense. That was uh two minutes of uh a roller coaster ride. That was the Nate Diaz. That was it was uh You yeah. were screaming. That was a, I had to pull the mic away from for that because I knew it was so loud. Oh it was man. fucking Yeah, we were in the moment. Yeah, that it was, was wild. that was last night. <laughs> and uh my Twitter or our Twitter I check it. Uh, went cr- it went crazy. I saw it after those fights. Probably the craziest I've ever seen it. Uh, also, we recorded that Rabble TV in some porno. Uh, uh, they say they do soundtracks. Yeah, porno soundtrack place. <laughs> Deep in the valley. Uh, here's someone sent me this on Instagram. Uh, this is a Nate Diaz post interview. Oh, clip. this is, is what he buys the yacht. Hold on, time out. At 170, you're a lightweight. Where does this go for your future here? Well, I'm the 145 pound champ now, so I guess uh, I'll be the champion in that division for a while. And then uh, I don't know, man. Time time will tell. Money talks. We'll see what happens. What are you gonna do with that money that you won? Because I know you got a nice purse here. I don't know. I'm buy a yacht. <laughs> Drop the mic. Walk off. You can have a yacht. He's gonna buy a yacht, <laughs> dude. Uh, it's interesting. He says that. Because he actually sent me, uh, he was making some phone calls today, and he sent me one of them, and uh, here it is, Nate Diaz. He made five hundred grand off that fight. I Did saw he? on Sure Dog plus a lot of view buys. A lot of money. He'll make over a million dollars. He's going to sure. buy. He might it, make a couple million. Say he may buy uh, three quarters of Stockton for that. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> here's here's one of his calls. He's looking around for how he's going to spend his money. Yeah, hey, what's up, man? Uh, you know, I recently got got came into some money from my job. I was looking into some yachts. Like, like, can you give me like a price range on like you know some stuff you guys got? What are you looking for? Um, you know, like I haven't done a, a whole lot of research, but just looking to get a yacht. How much money are you gonna spend? I got like three hundred grand. And you don't have any idea what kind of boat you want? <laughs> no, man. I haven't, I haven't done like I mainly know pontoons. Like, so I'm kind of new in the yacht game. Well, you know what you need to do? You need to go on to, uh, like, uh, the Yachtsman magazine or uh, go on to the Internet in the yacht world and look at different kinds of boats and get an idea of what type of boat you want. Okay, I'll, I'll do some research, man. Because there's everything from uh, trawlers to high-speed motor yachts, all kinds. Of, they're just, uh, boy, but if you just, you know generally shopping there's there are just zillions of them out there 
All right, man. I guess that yeah, I'm a little unprepared. I'll uh, I'll do some research, man, and uh, I'll get back to you. Okay. All right. I can't wait to get in that yacht game, dog. Okay. Fuck yeah. This guy didn't want the fucking yacht sale very bad. That guy was, uh, he was befuddled by Nate Diaz, I guess, doesn't know yachts very well, which I mean. Yeah, but if some guy goes, I have 300 grand, I'd be like, all right, well, here's some yachts that I think that would be perfect for you. That guy just said, go read Yacht Weekly and fucking Yahtzee. This guy's not a fucking, this guy's not a yacht hustler. Are you saying Dwayne at Yacht, whatever that company was? Ironically enough, that company, uh, Nate told me, was in stock that he wanted to buy local, but I guess, I I don't know if they want his business. (laughs) <laughs> it's not like he just wanted to sell a yacht that day. Okay, people call up. They got three hundred grand to spend. You got a yacht. You give them some fucking options. Maybe he was hungover uh, from the fights the night before, and, Could he, be. and he was just in kind of a bad mood because he didn't. He didn't seem to like uh, Nate's unpreparedness. You know that he went yeah, in there. Yeah, but I don't. If, when I sold cars because I'm looking for a car, I got fucking thirty grand to spend. I go. Well, come on down. We'll find the perfect car for you. That guy. That guy, a, a good yacht salesman tells him, bring you 300 grand, come on down, and we'll put you in a nice yacht. I guess that guy doesn't want the commission. What a fucking the cunt. <laughs> and uh, Nate, I guess he's a smaller purchase, but he, he made another call that he was nice enough, nice enough to record these and send another. Sh- this is exclusive Diaz Brothers uh, phone calls. No one else gets these in nope. the podcasting game. Nope. Uh, here it is, right here. There's another Nate Diaz, how he's going to spend that uh, f- 500 Gs plus whatever else he got off that fight. Millions. Good afternoon, Robbie. Hey, what's up, man? Is this uh, the Stockton location? Yes, there's only one location. Okay, cool, man. Uh, yeah, I just like, I got some uh, some extra money. Like, you guys have, uh, you have BMX bikes by any chance? Yes, sir, we do. Uh, like, what's, what's, like, your most expensive model? Our most expensive? Yeah. Um, okay, well, we have a whole lot of bikes that we can order, but let me see. Our most expensive BMX bike that we have right now on the floor, <laughs> it would probably be one of our Sundays right now. Yeah, you're looking around 469. We, we actually don't have many of our expensive bikes out here right now. Okay, is like, that have, like, pegs on it, or...? Um, we could throw, I mean, with the price, we can negotiate some pegs in there. It, it comes with, I mean, the big old 14-millimeter rear axle, the micro-drive sprocket, female front Micro-drive sprockets. The fatter tires, all Odyssey parts. I mean, it's, it's a nice bike. It's a Sunday M+. Plus. It's this cool little, uh, like, an anodized blue-teal kind of different type of color. All right, it sounds fucking sweet. Uh, all right, I may come in and check it out, dog. No problem, and then, I mean, if you have something like a Colt bike you want to build or get or anything like that, we could order bikes, too. All right, cool, man. Fuck yeah. All right, so yeah, just uh, give or come in, and we'll walk you through it, man. All right, dog. Thanks a lot. No problem. Have a good one, man. 209. He's fucking he's that, spending that, that money. That guy, I mean, that guy was giving out, you know, wheels. That guy wants the sale. He's talking sprockets. He's talking pegs that are negotiable. The problem with your average yacht salesman is they're stuck up. That they guy, don't want they don't want the Diaz brothers in the yacht game. Do you think that's what that was about? Yeah, it's you yacht snobbery, was, dude. You think that that maybe that's why when the Diaz brothers were at, or Nate was at the comedy store, he told a friend of ours, Jason Tebow. That Stockton was getting stuck up. Do you think that's what that's Dude, about? They call it snottery. It's yacht snobbery. Snockton? Snockton? Snot, 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 snottery. He, I mean, that yacht salesman. 
Dude, that guy should be fired. If I were his boss and I heard that, I hope he owns the fucking place because that is a shitty yacht salesman. Why don't you, here's the phone call. Go, you have 300 grand? Son, where are you? Let me pick you up. I'll give you a ride down here. I'll take you for a ride on several different yachts and we're going to put you in a yacht today. Where's my wife? She may or may not suck your dick. Yeah. If you come down here in the next hour. Come, well, come on down. What kind of beer you like? And that guy was scolding him. You got to look at Yacht Magazine. You got to look on the internet. He says he, he doesn't want, you don't just take 300 grand and get in the yacht game. You got to study it. And then you got to make your choice before you even show up. Even when the guy volunteered, hey, I'm a pontoon man. I've come into a lot of money. I want to be a yacht man. This guy wouldn't even help him get Scoffed into the club. He's like, you got to do this. You got to do that. There's zillions of choices. I mean, even after the biggest fight win of his life, he can't get respect of the Stockton yacht community. I say he wants to leave. I say fuck them, Nate. Stick to the pontoon game. The yacht, dude. He's a he's a king among men in the yacht in the pontoon world. Oh yeah, that's you'll go to the yacht game. Yacht game, you'll be a small fish. They they don't respect what you do. No, pontoon is the working man's yacht, and the pontoon. I was saying this on Twitter to a lot of people. Pontoon is Stockton for yacht. Yeah, it's it's that's what they call it. Yeah, it's a Stockton yacht. Yeah, but this yacht salesman had a real stick up his ass, and I'll tell you what, the Danish Joe Neal will not. That a guy offered a sponsorship after the call. I heard the whole call. I edited it. He said, "Hey Nate, I, I know this is you, and you work with the Danish Joe Neal show." I'd love to sponsor him. Fuck you, sir. We don't want your business. Well, how much was that? It depends how much sponsorship Yeah, for 300 grand. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. Yes, that yacht salesman was doing the right thing, and he's a wonderful guy, and we'll take your advertisement money. My name is Danish. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Oh. Great phone calls, though. Nate Diaz, what an unbelievable he's on top event. Of his game. I'll say this real quick, and then we can get off MMA for a second. Uh, Misha Tate, what a victory. Yeah. And I, what I do not like, Ronda Rousey gets word of it from Dana uh, White via text. She's at a pro re- a wrestling event, an indie wrestling event in uh, Reseda, actually. Really? Yeah. What? She gets word with Travis Is Brown. Daniel LaRusso there? Text. She texts Dana back, time to get back to work. She was ducking Holly Holm. Yeah. Convenient that all of a sudden, oh, Holly Holm lost? Oh, I'll come back. Also, she knows she can beat fucking Tate. That's she's bullshit. Been here twice. It's That's not bullshit. Even a fucking word. I don't appreciate. You know what though? That. Maybe Tate pulls it out. I hope so because I don't like. I don't like to see that. By the way, uh, Tate at the press conference holding that belt, she looked pretty good. She I think she's hot. She looked pretty great good. body. I know. Last night I was saying, ah, you know, wasn't that into her, but holding that belt, I'm a fan. I like a powerful woman. Somebody tweeted me that she's got uh, one of the best asses in MMA. So they may have said the best. Great, she's got bo- best body. Great boobies, unbelievable. She's not overly muscular, uh, but yeah, holding that belt, I like a powerful woman. She's the maybe champ. you should buy your lady friend a belt to carry around. Right, she has one. <laughs> Make her wear it around. <laughs> By the way, we should have led with this, but we were still excited with the song and with the fight. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we will not be at the Funny Bone in. Uh, it's in Ohio, and we will not be there. <laughs> it's not even close to. He says close to Kentucky, but it's not really. I looked it on a map. It's not even close to Kentucky. Unfortunately, there were some scheduling snafus, which were not our fault, uh, and we will not be able to be there. Sorry for those of you. I think there was like three or four you who are going to yeah, make it unfortunately uh, it's not our fault hopefully we can make something happen in the near future but we apologize yeah but uh I, we might be out east or somewhere around there soon uh there was also, talk of maybe albany 
Also, well, no, Albany was he was there this weekend. Oh, we'll talk of maybe Buffalo. Oh, Buffalo. That's what I mean. Not I Albany. Hate Buffalo. St- I hate to stay. I know. I know. I, I didn't want to say it, but then I did because we got some people. We got, that might get a little excited. We got a big, big group up there. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I said there was a stay-at-home mom last episode. I described her as Nancy. Her name is Kate. I found it. Uh, she she was, said she didn't mind Nan- stay-at-home Nancy. But her, her name is Kate. Her said her husband uh, was kind of impressed by the shout-out. Well, now listen to this husband. <laughs> I'm saying your wife's name directly. And she, uh, she was... Feeding her premature, her, she has a preemie baby feeding it while listening to the horse fucking. And I said, We will not be held responsible. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She said, The baby's gonna, she said, Will one day rule the world. So I said, Hey, whatever makes right. me. Well, you know what? You're, it's a good start. Listening to the depravity of the world was one way to learn how to conquer it. And Kate was a barn manager. So she uh, said she was really into the this horse. Holds a story. special place in her heart. She said, knew that world well. Wait, the horse fucking world? No, nah, I think just horse world. <laughs> Did she want- I hope not. Did she ever open up a stable door? Or there was just some dude pounding a horse. The husband. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. The husband may want to look at it? his kids' feet, see if those are hooves or if those are regular. <laughs> How's the mane on the baby? By the way, shout out to Emerson. He just wanted a shout out. We're Danish and O'Neill. We grant stuff like that. Hey, Emerson. Happy, yeah. happy shout out. Your wish is our command. By the way, quick horse follow up, and this will be brief. Some, it, was a, it was a polarizing story. Some, some people, people hated it. it. Some people wrote comments one on guy, reviews. One he's guy like, he gave a review for he, first episode he's ever listened to. It's a tough hooked. one to wade your dip your toe into. He's hooked though. <laughs> he's okay. So I have a follow up. I was walking on Selma in Los Angeles. I was headed towards Vine. Remember, I told you I needed uh, a thing for my bed. Yeah, uh, I fucked too hard on it and I damaged something on my bed, which isn't true. But I, I did. I did need something happens. for my bed. Uh, so I was walking to the Bed Bath and Beyond on Vine. Yeah, and uh, you know, there's always construction on Selma on the left. Like if you're walking yeah. east, and so there's all this construction going on to my left. I'm on the sidewalk, and all of a sudden, um, from Vine onto Selma, I see two horse cops round the corner. I'm like in my head laughing, like, "Oh, we were just talking about horse fucking just the other day." Like these it's- fucking idiots on cops in the middle of Hollywood. It just looks so bizarre. They're in the middle of Hollywood. There's always there's only two of them. And they, I see them I think periodically. They do it, I think they do it for like peri- to get them adjusted to being on the street for sure. events. I usually see them on Hollywood Boulevard. So uh, while one is like literally uh, right to the side of me, a loud something drops from the construction site, and the horse nearest to me ducks its head and takes like four hard steps directly at me. <laughs> and the, the cop would be like, whoa, and like and straighten it out. I fucking flinch like five feet. Yeah, you're, you're afraid of birds. I'm scared of it. I'm very right. flinch-worthy man. I yeah. flinch at next to nothing. But that the horse coming at me hard. And in my mind, was, the horse was hard? Yeah. Bad. He had a boner and he's charging you? <laughs> bad horse karma, dude. I apologize to the horse world. I, I wasn't pro-horse fucking. Horses, I'm sorry, man. Leave me alone. So this horse bull charged you. It, it horse charged me. Word on the street is that you are, uh, you don't want humans fucking horses. This horse got pissed. Dude, I was terrified. Yeah, I imagine, dude. You hate, dude, I don't know. Your roster of animals is, you're, you're terrified of dogs. You're terrified of birds. Most any animal, but a huge horse with a copper on it who I didn't know if he had control of it or not because the noise just came suddenly. Dude, if I were you, Spooked I would have taken six steps towards that horse and got some that horse lawsuit money. It's true. If I just dove under and broke an ankle. Yeah. 
Although knowing the cops, they could have like thrown me in a ditch and been like, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah, right there in the heart of fucking the Beverly Center. What if I was like riding a bike? Though? It could have been bad if I was if, on the street. Dude, if I were you, I would have made some uh, maneuvers. Get some of that. Get some of that horse money. Some maneuvers? Should I uh, follow the horse crew around on rollerblades and just try to get caught up? I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm definitely looking into it. So here's where we have to do a, uh, a follow-up on the horse story. And this will be brief, I okay. assure you and the listeners. And it's not, it's people, not graphic. It's not graphic Some either. people were like, hey, you didn't even scratch the surface. They got, you that, didn't get into the clitoral winking and all this. So Dave, our South African listener, who I always assume was American, but he's not. And his Twitter avatar is a zebra, so he may be into this zoophile lifestyle. He said, hey, man, read the rest of that interview. And for the, for the people listening at home... I braved it. And where we were was the tip of the hill on the roller coaster. And it was all downhill from there. We had all the graphic and then it was all. So uh, brace yourself for this. Huge drum roll. Huge shocker. The horse fucker married 19 years to a woman <laughs> who knows about the horse fucking. This guy's married. This guy's married. Oh, my God. <laughs> what you, is this? He says she knows. And they, she they, participate? Doesn't participate. But the, the, the interviewer goes, if you had to pick what, your wife or a horse, oh, horses. Oh, oh, no oh. question. So what is this woman's fucking problem? 19 years to a horse Dude, fucker? Do you know what kind of trauma this woman endured to develop oh a personality God. that will tolerate Ooh. a fucking horse fucker? Oh, my God. Do you know how damaged this lady is? She has the lowest self-esteem in the world. You're sharing your husband with a horse. And he will, he would leave you for a horse. If you gave him an ultimatum, he's going horse every time. He's 100% horse every time. Every day of the week. They don't have kids, do they? No. Thank God it mentioned I was going to cover that. He can't have kids, and that's God's. Not. I'm not saying that if you can't oh, have kids, but in this no, case. No, no, but he can't have kids. He cannot. He, if and, he could, he would have no, kids. No, she didn't want him either. Thank God. Oh, my God. Thank the These Lord. These people should be driven out to the forest. <laughs> I don't want to say what should be done to them, but we all know. If it's you insanity. If you want to get even more upset, uh, this asshole said, he, uh, this is a direct quote, I've had the luck and privilege to know two veterinarians and a doctor who were open to the idea, so I talked uh, to them uh, and investigated zoonosis, the transference of disease from animals to people. He has fucking doctors helping him. Oh my what the God. fuck kind of doctors? Canada, you may have socialized medicine. That's some bullshit. Dude, this subculture of... The problem is it's the horse fucking is an epidemic everywhere. He says what he does. Uh, Why the horse, though, of all the animals? I don't know. Because of its majesty? He denies that it's abuse and says animal sex is poorly studied and it's misunderstood. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you fucking forcing this thing. I love when he acted like this thing wanted to fuck. Like, oh, I saw it looked at me. You fucking piece of shit. He, Dude, someone uh, shouldn't take a machete and cut his dick off. He says he shouldn't be allowed to have a dick anymore. This asshole—he's shoving it into everything. This asshole is sick of being stereotyped. He says it's a varied community, and he's sick of being assumed that he's a hick. He said there's guys in the city doing this. Oh, I don't think he's a hick. I think he's completely mentally deranged. And I don't give a fuck about. I don't need scientific study. There aren't enough people doing this to warrant a scientific study. It's a bunch of fucking freaks that are raping animals. And they should be taken care of. If you want uh, his stats, he's fucked 15 to 20 horses and six or seven humans. Imagine being one of those humans. Jesus. And his wife. Well, do you know that, uh, you know that bestiality 
is legal in a lot of states to own it and make it. Uh, And it's actually legal to fuck animals in some states, not a a lot of them. But very few states is it illegal to view bestiality. If you want to know uh, what your chances are with this guy, maybe his wife would let you take a shot at him. Uh, He's 90% straight with horses and humans, so 10%. Except for that time, he fucked a guy who was into dogs. Isn't Brody Stevens say he's 10% gay? Yeah, it's him. Brody. Uh, Too bad, though. Horses who want to penetrate him, he can't be fucked by a horse. He has got bad hemorrhoids, admittedly. He said he can't be anally penetrated by anybody. Horse, so, a man, anything. So, uh, how did he get bad hemorrhoids? I don't know. His hemorrhoids are so bad he can't fuck. Can't let a horse fuck him. It's sad. <laughs> yeah, this is a de- travesty. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Who is this fucking guy? I don't know. Oh my God! He uh, he claims he went to his. Who <laughs> admits this in a fucking interview? <laughs> this guy. Not only does he takes this to the next level of like. By the way. A horse can't fuck me because my hemorrhoids are so bad. Sorry, horses. Seems like he would get his hemorrhoids operated on so that he could take a horse car. But he's 90% straight, dude, so it would be a waste. For that that 10%, though, you know. You could get that one horse cock (laughs) in you. He he claims he went to a psychiatrist and came clean about the horses. And And the psychiatrist blew his fucking brains out? It claims she said... You don't need treatment for this. And he said, well, duh, I'm not sick. I have trouble believing that. She got, wait, that's a lie. I have trouble believing lie. that. that who, you know who he went to was a fellow zoophile that he found who also happens to be a psychiatrist. There's no way. There's psych- no way. A psychiatrist. There's no way. Dude, whatever delusions this guy has about his justifications of what he does, it's all bullshit. This guy, this is in the regular world. People don't fucking act like this. No animal. There's a reason why animals don't fuck each other. It's ingrained in their DNA not to procreate outside of their goddamn species. He said uh, zoophiles have a belief that when animals die, they go across the rainbow bridge and wait for their sexual partners who are humans there. We got to get off this. (laughs) They're going to spend a whole other episode. (laughs) Hey, horse fucking, you got us again. All right. You dirty bastard. Two two more points and I'm done. I swear to God. He's, this is a direct quote. A lot of animal sex is forced, but my mare friend could defend herself. So he's saying that. Uh, <laughs> what, she have a can of mace? You know. fucking asshole. Your mare friend? That's how you refer to My mare friend? And then he You does, own this animal. You feed it. He doesn't watch horse porn because he thinks the horses are drugged and he doesn't like they're oh, not enjoying geez, themselves. This guy's a bum horse porn. <laughs> and lastly, he says he would never rape an animal because he's a pacifist. Okay. And then we are no. done with horse fucking until we talk I about got, it I got next you, time. You raped every animal. These animals are getting fucked in the head by the fact that they have to get fucked by you. Fucked in the head? Nobody, yeah. How do you fuck them in the head? The ear? Dude, I hope one of these horses bites his dick off. I My really do. My name is Horsey. My name is Horse Fuck. Anyone who's like, you know what the most shocking thing in there is? The hemorrhoids lied. It is. More than the wife? Yeah. It's because this guy's. No, I, I disagree. This guy, he goes, I can't. I can only do the fucking around here. Yeah. I can't get fucked because yep. of my hemorrhoid. I know it's just an odd twist. To me, it really just is the, is the oddest <laughs> twist of all. Uh, to me, the wife really blew me away. I feel like, though, because this guy's fucked up, there's plenty, There's people like him out there. They find each other. There are ships in the night passing each other, and they finally see each other. I don't know if you remember this from last episode, but I... Uh I made an offhand comment, and apparently I upset somebody by it, so I, uh, I'll apologize. 
I said that all our listeners are really doing a great job sending us in stories, and Barbara's been slacking. So Barbara really picked up the slack uh, this week. Barbara, I'm sorry. I, you know I love you. I've been working with you for, you've been my secretary for eight and a half years. Got the best beef cannons in the business. Uh, well, Misha Tate's got better beef cannons. So Barbara uh, sent me in a, a, a bevy of Barbara's stories, one of them being... She sent me this thing from like, you know, like, uh, I think it's MSN or, one of the, or maybe Yahoo. They do like those little shitty talking head, like it's a video clip. Yeah. But instead of you reading it, because everyone's so stupid, they just tell you what you would be reading. So, so these like, so these are BBS. No, no, this is just one. Yeah, this one's a Barbara. A so Barbara J- bevy, bevy, bevy of stories? This is a Jared from Subway update. Prison. Oh, is this? I saw this. So Jared apparently has gained 30 pounds of his uh, weight back in prison. I hope it gets to be more. Well, he's going to lose it once he gets out. He's been binge eating. Uh, <laughs> apparently, they, this fucking thing, I'm assuming it's a prison guard who's calling out. They have a source. They're like, a source inside of course, the prison. Yeah. So he's buying uh, tons of honey buns by the box, and he eats eight in one sitting because he's so depressed and saddened to be in prison. <laughs> Fuck you. He's regularly taunted. He was slapped around and chased out of the gym once already while being called his prison nickname Chomo, which is short for child molester in prison. <laughs> this fucking piece of shit. I like how he can't go to the gym. <laughs> They're like, he can't even go to the gym. You know he wants a reduced sentence. Chomo. Did you hear that he wants a reduce? He's fighting to get fuck, a reduced yeah, sentence. Fuck you. Add on to it. He could have gotten like 30 years. Instead, Add he on. got fucking 12. Jared, I hope you gain every fucking pound you lost back. You I hope they just sick. kill him in there. Fuck Chomo. Chomo Jared, you fucker. Uh, I hope they. I hope somebody just... I hope they choke him with honey buns in there. Dude, he's eating I eight. hope they find him dead, just suffocated with honey buns. And a few up his ass. Oh. God, what a piece of crap. Did you hear those tapes that he did? He was such a fucking arrogant fucking child molester. It was crazy. He's a chomo, dude. He is a chomo. <laughs> when I see him on the street, I'm going to yell chomo. I'm going to go to his house when he gets out. It really is a great prison slang that I think I've heard before, but I forgot about. Chomo. I thought originally, I thought they said cholo, and I was like, why are they calling him cholo? And then they're like, chomo, which is short for child molester. There's some like, smiley lady. I was like, what? Dude, when he gets out in 12 years, I'm going to go, go see him somewhere. Dude, I got sent this by Barb and a bunch of listeners. The fake doctor strikes again. Saw it. This is unbelievable. Well, they just locked this guy this up. This guy's got to be stopped. <laughs> yeah. You know the easy way to stop him? Put him behind bars. How many times does this guy have to do this? So now he's been charged with uh, fraud and larceny. He, uh, he steals some identities. Turned himself in Tuesday night. This is in Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, he... Used the checking account information from one of his clients to pay off more than thirty-four grand in car payments. <laughs> Sounds like he made hey, a body yacht, dude. He's a doctor. Sometimes you got to drive the nice car to put on the air that you're a successful uh, doctor. It seems like these people have been a little slow because he uh, he went before a judge and he was finally ordered to undergo a mental examination. You fucking think what took so long? So this guy, every time he gets out of jail, he goes right back to his medical practice. And he was granted supervised release. Why'd you release him? Also, it's supervised. You can't keep an eye on this fucking guy? Jesus this Christ, This is the third time. Man. This is the third time in a matter of weeks. You want to hear something fucking disgusting? This guy's scumbag lawyer? This is this guy's quote. He has the entrepreneurial spirit of someone like <laughs> Donald Trump or a Bill Gates. I've never met somebody, and I'm much older, obviously, who has such entrepreneurial spirit. It was channeled maybe in a different direction. Things could be different here today. <laughs> Dude, That's insane. I, well, no, that I, is insane. I, I do agree with that. 
This guy has like a blind passion but, for starting a business. But he's also a fucking... And he's fucking committed to it. But he's it. a con man. Yeah, if, but he's also pretending to be a doctor and examining people. <laughs> I do have to agree partially with the, with the lawyer's Come statement. Come on, no, he's just trying to spin it. <laughs> he does have a crazy entrepreneur spirit. Well, I even said that when we, and we talked about the second time he got caught. Dude, they should put him in jail and he could be selling fucking honey buns to people like... Uh, he's not on the same level as Jared. But, dude, he deserves to be locked up. He's taking advantage of... At 34 grand? Dude, he's a domo. He's a doctor molester. <laughs> <laughs> dude, 34 Gs. Rick sent that as well as Barb. So thank you, Rick. Thank you, Barb. Excellent work. And then this... <laughs> I think this is... I think this is... This kid... I don't think this kid's going to give up his medical practice because oh, no. he's not going to go to jail for that long. What if he goes to jail and like becomes like a, a takes courses? <laughs> Where? <laughs> you mean the online medical and school? And it becomes like a big Disney feel good story. Oh, yeah. The, the radio of fucking medical. Uh, what was it? It wasn't radio. Was he a fucking uh, radio was like a football coach who like tinkered with uh, electronics, wasn't he? No, I thought he was like mentally handicapped. Yeah, he was. But he wasn't a coach. I thought he was just like part he was like of the team manager. He was like the ball boy. Yeah, he was like just they let him like run up the sidelines. Yeah, well, this will be the new radio. It is <laughs> this guy. This uh, Barb really. This is a good story. This is Huffington Post uh, saying to Hopo. this level. Uh, so Richard Clem uh, filed a loss. His wife filed a lawsuit last month against their former employee. They worked together, who allegedly fired him for farting too much. <laughs> Old Dick Clem. He's a seven-year-old man. His wife, Luann, both worked at Case Pork Roll Company, which is a great name. They're making those Dude, pork rolls. You're working at the pork roll company. It's to be expected. You're adding fuel to this fart fire. He's working on the pork roll company at Trenton, New Jersey. And he it's was a perfect place for a pork roll company, Trenton, yeah. New Jersey. He's working the pork roll line. Uh, hey, where are you pork? Hey, you're from Jersey? Where you work? The pork roll company? <laughs> what are you working with the pork roll line? <laughs> hey, wait. You know Chris Weidman's old man? He works over at the pork roll company. Case Pork Roll Company. Yeah, it's me, the Dice Man. I'm entertaining the guys over at the Case Pork Roll Company. <laughs> they get the Dice Man for their <laughs> Christmas party. Everybody stop what you're doing. Stop making the pork rolls. Put your pork rolls down, fatty. <laughs> so uh, he was fired in February 2014 for his supposed flatulence, according to court documents. Uh, his, <laughs> How bad does this guy's farts ever His wife claims in a court filing that her husband's termination was a violation of the Americans with Disabilities Act. I Richard agree. Clem supports the lawsuit. Uh, of course he does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why it's wouldn't his, he? It's his wife. Why couldn't he file it? Why does his wife have to do it? He uh, might have been too embarrassed. He's like, baby, let me just take he, this firing. This is what he said. I, I don't want this to go public. He said, when the suit was filed, I didn't know it would go viral. Clem told the Huffington Post, I was very surprised. <laughs> <laughs> he, dude, he was too embarrassed. He started working at Pork Case Pork Roll in 2004 as a comptroller and believes he did a good job. Oh, he was the comptroller at Pork Roll? He said, I brought them into the 21st century. <laughs> where farts are legal. <laughs> at the time of his hire, Clem weighed 420, Woof. but underwent gastric bypass in October of 2010. Yeah, that gas was bypassed through his asshole. To get rid of his own porky belly, which I don't appreciate the writer taking liberties with jokes. No, that's, 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 let's not make it tongue-in-cheek here. It's a serious topic. This guy. So Who's, Clem lost about 120 pounds before gaining back 10, which is an important part of the story. It's not important at all. That's an ins- I mean, why would you say he lost 110 pounds? <laughs> yeah. He also suffered from embarrassing side effects, including extreme gas and uncontrollable diarrhea. 
<laughs> was this John Little? <laughs> Dude, he had uncontrollable diarrhea. According to that. You know what? You know why they really fired him? Uncontrollable diarrhea part, but they can't get you. The, diarrhea is not a fireable offense, so they had to go with the farts. I guarantee you this guy was shredding the office toilet every day, probably shitting his pants on occasion. For hours. Yeah. <laughs> And they're like, look, you brought us to the 21st century. We get it, but it's, t- it's too much. The suit alleges that uh, the, the boss man made Richard Clem work at home and said things like, we cannot run an office and have visitors with the door with the odor in the office. It's, dude, it's the diarrhea. He said, tell Rich we're having complaints from people who have problems with the odors. Who's coming into the pork roll company anyway? In the pork, the pork was, it was being, the pork was smelling like it was bad pork. Dude, don't worry. Also, okay, how many, what are you taking, Chinese investors over there at the pork roll company? They're Maybe. like, oh, the smell, too bad. When you were a kid, you never went through the pork roll uh, yeah, <laughs> machinery yeah, I was factory. like, oh, it smells yeah. terrible here. Hey, kids, come see where the pork rolls are made in the neighborhood. You know those pork rolls that you love to eat? <laughs> see where they're made. Uh, so his wife quit the same day. Uh, she was loyal, loyal wife, filed a lawsuit. Uh, their lawyer said his client's gastrointestinal disorders may be getting headlines, but they aren't the key part of the case. What's the key part of the this case? This is the best quote maybe I've heard in a long time by the lawyer. Flatulence and farting is the sexy part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this lawyer? Same lawyer that's representing that fucking my, fake doctor? I hope. But my client suffers from obesity, which is covered by the Americans with Disabilities Act. Yeah. Dude, this, that's not a story about farts. That's a story about diarrhea firing. Lou, his wife is seeking damages from the pork roll that include pain and suffering, compensa- compensatory damages, and punitive damages. Dude, he'll get on punitive, punitive, punitive damages because this is an embarrassing story. Old Dick Clem wants uh, company employees to go through training programs that will prevent future incidents like this from occurring. He said, I'm speaking up for people who over- overweight. Does being obese mean you can't do a good job? Of course not. Dude, I would love to work in that office for a week. Big this old guy's farts. just ripping and he's having uncontrolled diarrhea. Uh, that's it. Do you think we would get fired from laughing? Oh, dude, I mean, I would die. I heard this guy rip huge farts from his cubicle. I would fucking be pounding the desk. I'd be pounding pork like, rolls this on, the, is on, the, uh, on the assembly line. I'd be pounding would, my fist. I would, I would every day. I'd give a pat on my Bob. I like what you're doing here. Who, Richard Clem? <laughs> Whatever. He seems like his name would be Bob. Dude, this guy not only worked with his wife at the pork roll company, which is unbelievable in itself. A husband and wife team at the pork roll company. She support, like, I <laughs> feel she, like a, she knows he's ripping them and tearing that toilet up. Something tells me this place only had like one ba- like a solo stall. You oh know? yeah, I think it was probably like a, 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 a factory. A, no, I think he works in the he worked oh, in like the office. A, yeah, but I think it was probably just a like one a, bathroom. Yeah, for small unisex bathroom. And this guy was just shredding. And it. I guarantee it had thin walls, and he was just. <laughs> this fucking spraying and people that had to sit next to the bathroom was probably disgusted. Oh, that poor pork roll company. You don't say that a lot. I feel like who do you think the real victim dude, is here? You know what though? I think I think what what's the guy's name? Richard. Richard He's he's gonna be all right because he has an amazing woman behind him. Luann, he's seventy. Maybe he should have retired. But I feel not like that I'm not saying if you're seventy and you work, you're an idiot. But hey, Richard, take some time off. You're gonna get some money. If I had un- buy a yacht, if I had uncontrollable flagellants, I feel like my lady would leave me after a while. <laughs> I had terrible dyke. You think? 
after a while. Ask her. I Ask her like if you worked together of, and you suffered from excessive and everybody's laughing. At, <laughs> do you think that he was ripping farts and people were laughing and she was standing up yelling, it's not funny. Stop laughing. Yeah, it's I'm not sure. funny. At least more. At least once. Which embarrassed him even more. He's just like, let it go. Luann. Let him laugh. Luann, let it, let it happen. You're Luan. not going to laugh at my man. You shut up. Richard's got a problem. He lost the weight. You, you guys are jealous. So there's a bunch of young guys in there working at the pork roll factory. You hear a... <laughs> And then you go and he's just like, stop it! Stop the laughing! Everybody stop it! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Farts. Richard is a beautiful man! Beavis and Butthead are just dying laughing. Let me be and you. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so, I'm going to be Richard and an employee. You be the wife. So. Let me look at these reports. Uh, just keep, keep looking at these reports. Hey Richard, shut the fuck up! Hey, hey Richard, wait, did you say something? Hey, anybody see Danny Lupo? Oh, it's just Richard's ass. Anybody see Richard's farts? Anybody smelled Richard's farts? Yeah, Seagal. Anybody here smelled Richie? Richie? Hey, I'm gonna, hey everybody, I'm gonna go out to eat today because the office smells so terrible from Richard's farts and diarrhea, so I can't eat in the office. Hey everybody, you shut up. This is Luann. He's got uncontrollable <laughs> diarrhea. He's Stop. obese. What are you trying to say? Maybe, maybe your uh, grandfather works in the office. Is there a way that we <laughs> Wait, can? Can what we would move? your grandfather say if he worked in the office? Okay, that's good. You like it, pork rolls. <laughs> We should. Can, is there a way that we can sign up for jury duty in Trenton to get on this? Case? Do you say duty? <laughs> yes. You we, said duty. we need to get on this case. This is a real. This is real jury duty. We need to get on this case. Yeah, I would love. In we this need, case, fuck the cases like OJ. This case needs to be televised. They need an FX series. Yes. Twenty years later, about this case about the pork roll. The pork roll mystery farter. More to meets the eye. What here. if he? What if the wife is really the one farting, and that's why she's filing the lawsuit, he's taking the and fall because he, he's fat. Everyone was blaming him. Maybe she was a fartriloquist and was throwing those farts. This is unbelievable. Barbara, great work. Do you this think week. that they like took if he had a cubicle that they actually took the walls down so that it wouldn't echo so much? Dude, I bet you Eddie, he's tried all kinds of silencing devices. <laughs> he had a towel in his oh, ass. Oh yeah, a cork. I'm sure. They moved his office into the dungeon like they did. Uh, fucking what's I, his name in, in office space? I feel like they put a pencil between his butt cheeks so that they wouldn't touch, so he couldn't get that vibration. His wife's like, hey, Richard, hold it in. We're on the verge of getting fired here. You. <laughs> you ruined our retirement plans, Richard. What about the grandkids? The pork rolls? He was the cop. Dude, I keep, here's the conversation when she goes, I'm following this lawsuit. God damn it, you're not following this lawsuit. I got fired. I'm fine with it. Luann, you shouldn't have quit. Stop it. Luann, you shouldn't have quit. I didn't tell you to quit. I'm fine with it, Luann. God damn it, do not call that lawyer. You put that fucking phone down. I've already lost enough friends over the farting and diarrhea over the years. It will not ruin my life. <laughs> this lawsuit is getting my diarrhea. It's uncontrollable again. Do you think he's still fucking her? He lost only 100 pounds. He's still like three. Still a dramatic. Still, still a big guy. It's a dramatic loss. But he's still not doing great. <laughs> Dude, big deal though. He gained 10 back. I mean, do you think the fat guy on the bike, Richard Heights, same name, ironically. Is that a fat man's name? Uh, Don't name your kid Richard if you want him to be <laughs> One, they're going to be called Dick. Two, they may be hugely obese. But uh, do you think he's scared to get the operation because he fears the farts? Don't don't compare these two. One man is the a hero. Man, yeah, one man <laughs> is a man that has been wronged by society. The other man is a, is a piece of shit 
who's kind of he's trying to dupe society and milk them for everything they're worth. So let's move on. Barbara sent another story. Barbara's on fire. This is the bevy of Barbara. We only have 10 minutes. This, we can cover this in 10 minutes. And then minutes. I got to read an email that a young lady sent me. We might put this. This, this may be someone who goes on the post. The fart post? <laughs> Not right now. We might do a fartboarding post. She, uh, this, this is someone, a celebrity, who's gone under the Danish and O'Neill radar but I think might be deserving of being on Mount Douchemore with Seagal, Guy Fieri. I may even throw it's Kanye West up there. a woman or a man? Woman. Let me guess who it is. Who? What, uh, what is their area of expertise, Acting. so to speak? Older? Younger? Nah, middle. Like younger to middle. Well, all right. I don't know. We don't have time for it. Go ahead. Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh. So I have a 10 comments, uh, 10 comments from her which are not good. It's just 10 sound bites. Uh, they just write out the quotes that make her very hateable. Number one, I am who I am. I can't pretend to be somebody who makes $25,000 a year. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Number two, point. I'd rather smoke crack than eat cheese from a tin. Okay. I don't really see this. That's smoking crack. Is- do, do a lot of people eat cheese out of tins, though? Like, I, don't, that- I don't even know where you get a cheese tin from. I don't know. Wait, is there cheese? I've never seen cheese that comes in a tin. Neither have I. On Conan in uh, 2005, I would rather die than let my kid eat cup of soup. She'd wow. rather die. So she'd rather smoke crack than eat cheese out of a can. Yeah. She'd rather die. Let's. We should kidnap her and put these two <sighs> things up against. Be like, hey, here's cheese in a tin or here's a crack pipe. Which do you want, Gwyneth? <laughs> She's going to take the cheese in a can, I think. You when, think? When push comes to shove. I don't know. Unless you love crack that much. It's a so, bold accusation. So, but also, people can't afford shit. Sometimes you need to eat a cup of noodles. Dude, there are a lot of people in this country and in this world. There are people in this world who would love to have their kids have a couple of because they have no fucking food. There's people that would eat the can from the cheese in a can Ugh. in addition to the cheese. It's insane. It's insanity. So then she says, uh, this is an L magazine. When you go to Paris and your concierge sends you to some restaurant because they Ugh. get a kickback, it's like, no. Where should I really be? Where's the great bar with organic wine? Where do I get a bikini wax in Paris? Okay, it's just a lot of touch. <laughs> it's, I mean, at the end of the day, she's never had a real she's a woman, wife. She's a woman of the people, I, I would say. What do you think? No, but I'm saying she's, she, she has no... Uh, she, she, doesn't, she doesn't know what real life is because she grew up rich in Hollywood. So uh, this is also from Elle magazine, same year, probably the same article. It's so much easier to sit home and not exercise and criticize other people. What I love is inspiring people. People come up to me and say, I want to have two kids and wear a bathing suit and not feel terrible about myself. I see how hard you work and it makes me feel like I can do that too. Lady, she doesn't work nine to five. <laughs> what about when you work at Walmart? What about you're from at the not- po- the pork roll company farting your ass off and you can't even have time. I mean, if you have like three kids, you're working at fucking Walmart like a shift manager and you're, you got to work. Maybe you got to work overtime. You got to do the 10, 12 hour shift, man. And you got to take care of the kids. You got There's a lot of shit going on that hey, you got to deal with. There are a lot of mothers out there who are making 25 Gs a year, don't have a lot of time to work out, eating cheese from a tin, cup of soup for the kids. And they're, uh, eat- they're having a good time. From the, uh, the Guardian, 2006, I really don't like drunk women. I think it is such a bad look. I think it's very inappropriate, and I don't like it. I don't really have drunk friends. Okay. Okay, so wait. <laughs> I don't have drunk friends. She sounds like a fucking... Bo- I got from this, I'm getting like... this. She sounds like a good time to hang out with. Do you get that? 
Not so much. No, you're no, not getting no, that. Not really oh, I, I was that like, maybe, maybe we should are. have her on because she seems like a good sport. I don't think she would Good sense do, of humor. I'm not sure she would do the show. Seems like a blast. Uh, I from, don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm starting. To, you're try, you're you're kind of convincing me. Let me hear another quote. Uh, this is from uh, New York Rock. I don't even know what that is. Maybe it's a crack rock. She smoked to avoid the cheese tin. I'm sure it's some hipster magazine. Uh, she said, "Well, you know, beauty fades. I just turned 29, so I probably don't have that many good years left in me. So there will be a downside eventually. <laughs> that okay. 29th birthday really hit her hard. Wow. Okay. <laughs> this is from Harper's 2013. I would be scared to go under the knife, but you know, talk to me when I'm 50. I'll try anything, except I won't do Botox again because I look crazy. I look like Joan Rivers. Okay. And then uh, from the Kyle and Jackie O show, no clue what that is. Every time I have a bikini wax, Cameron Diaz holds me down. Okay. That's a luxury. That's so, nice. So those, I, I don't. This isn't whipping post material, though. I you don't, don't think? think? No, dude. We're talking about Seagal, who is in cahoots with Russia. He's also trading an Eastern European nation's fucking army. This woman would rather die than have a cup of soup with her kids. She's just fucking wacky. Ah, it's more than wacky. Guy Fieri. That's yacht snobbery. Guy, but, and it's fine. She would not like to oh, see no. the Diaz brothers on a yacht but next to her. the Diaz brothers would crash their pontoon. They'd ram their pontoon into her yacht. This By is the a, way. It's not Guy Fieri level because she's just annoying. Whereas Guy Fieri is like, he's homophobic. He's kicking guys in the chest <laughs> that cut his hair. She's leaving him on the side of the road. She's pretty terrible. Can we yeah, agree on she that? she sucks. She's, she's garbage. She's just, a, she's just a huge snob. Yeah. But... It's not out like, of touch with reality and the regular, the real well, man. Yeah, and it's honestly, it's not her fault. I mean, she grew up uh, yeah, Hollywood pe- wealthy. There and are people famous. though who grow up, and it's not hard. many. It's hard. <laughs> Name me one. It's hard, but I you don't can. know any. Uh, by the way, and before we get to your email story, I think we should. We uh, the Diaz brothers are trying to call in. I think we should hit talk oh, to them real it, quick. Dude. And GSP They've is, been on hold the entire GSP's show. GSP's on hold as well. I think we should do them separate because they don't like each other. But he was at the fights. I just want to pick his brain about what happened. Uh, well, I don't know. You might need to do uh, at GSP same time? because uh, I've received word that somebody has some words for GSP. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So uh, on the phone line, off one of the, the best win of his career, he's looking to buy a yacht and BMX bikes. Nate Diaz, congratulations. His brother Nick is on the phone as well. First of all, and what time? Fucking get a beer. Fucking huge win for fucking two and nine. My big brother is the fucking the main man. Fucking yeah, yeah. Nick. What's up, man? Motherfuckers. Yeah, man. The fucking guy just you know he fucking kicked the fucking shit out of that fucking Irish motherfucker. Nick, uh, question for you. First of all, I apologize to Nate, uh, but I have a question for Nick. Yeah. Where did you watch the fight? Because you, because you're suspended still because of the marijuana, you're not allowed to go to uh, octagon side, the cage side, to watch the fights uh, for the UFC. Yeah, dog. Watch it outside Ernie's TV hut, dog. Uh, really? Yeah, it's right on fucking. It's on Eighth Avenue, dog, and. Uh, you know, they have the fights on, like, 50 different TVs that are in the display window, and I just fucking went out there with uh, me. It's like Phil, fucking Dirty Larry, and we just watched the fights. Couldn't you have uh, gone to the sports book, watched on, like, a huge screen, or maybe your hotel room? Or I mean, okay, that kind of makes sense now, dog. Maybe I should, yeah, okay. All right, now that, I, I appreciate that sort of information. Maybe I'll fucking do that next time. I didn't really think about it, because, uh... The fucking Ernie's is pretty close to my house, so I thought I'd fucking walk over there. And that, that. That's like fucking what's so cool about a, fucking you, you just, Nick, dog. You blew my fucking mind there, dog. Fucking Nate, what? I mean, what's next for you, man? You must be on cloud nine. You're instantly wealthy. 
Uh, I'm trying to fucking save up money, fucking free Nick Diaz, dog. Trying to buy back his fucking freedom from the fucking man and shit. Yeah, fucking dog. In 209, I-, I might run for fucking mayor right now. Fucking so popular in the fucking 209, but snobs. I fucking <clears throat> I called, tried calling to get a fucking yacht and fucking stonewall me and shit. Check the internet. Fuck you, dog. I want a fucking yacht, man. Dog, we love fucking 209, man. But these motherfuckers are getting more stuck up every fucking day. Like, if you can't fucking take three hundred grand and buy a fucking yacht in this town, like I don't even know what the fuck to do anymore, man. Fucking, I might fucking. I remember my grandfather telling us fucking back in the 30s and shit. Fucking yachts were like. Like fifty nine dollars in Stockton and shit. He couldn't save up to get one, and I wanted to fucking take him on mine and shit. And yeah, I mean, dog. I mean, it's a fucking. And also, I can't wait to get back in the fucking octagon myself, dog. I mean, once my suspension's lifted, and I'll be out there smoking weed again, dog. Because you can't fucking, you can't try me twice, dog. That's double jeopardy. I can smoke all the weed I fucking want now. That's a good point. I've been convicted, tried, fucking. I got my fucking penalty. Now it's time just to get fucking high. That's a good point. Nate, uh, do you have anything to say to Conor McGregor? He seemed to get the best of you and uh, flummox you a bit in those one-on-one news conferences, but uh, it seems like you got the better of him in the fight. Any parting words? Fucking, you know, I'm not the best fucking... I fucking failed public speech in high school because like, it was fucking lame and shit and fucking Dirty Larry was in the class with me. He would always show me pictures of fucking porno and shit. And, you know, I'm not the fucking most our fucking art, art, uh, artistic dog. Yeah, fucking artistic lit. His shit. paintings ain't that good. In like fucking, but you know, when you get me in that cage, man, I'm a fucking rich kid shouldn't fight. Connie McGregor fucking, he grew up rich, dog. I need this fucking money, man. Mother, like fucking, you know, like so, uh, like, yeah, um, like, yeah, fucking. It's a fucking, you know, it's just all we got to say, dog, about that fucking shit. He's the 145 pound champion now and he feels fucking good. Fucking Phil went down to the trophy shop in Stockton, fucking made me a belt. Fucking, it's a 145 UFC belt fucking i got the belt now connie fuck you dog should we bring in gsp real quick uh while they're on the phone or should we wait for them to get off the phone uh yeah just bring them in george uh we saw you at the fights when they showed you on the screen uh ryan commented your eyes looked a little little red a little worse for wear this guy looked were you were you He, he looked high as fuck were you under the influence of drugs uh, you cannot uh, test uh, a non-fighter in the UFC, so I was uh, under the influence of George, many drugs. What were you on? Because you looked baked as a motherfucker. My cousin Luke was there. He brought in computer spray and said he needed it uh, for his iPad, and I was doing that. I br- uh, put in some kitty litter in my sock, and I was uh, inhaling it between fights. Now, I saw that you had a drink in a, in a cup. Was that just computer spray and you were sucking it through the straw it was uh windex and uh vodka it's a new drink i've been uh, oh, wow. having that's pretty decent he george how is luke doing his teeth like his teeth did look fucking yellow and fucked up <laughs> i will say that who george. has something to say to george F- fucking hey, Diaz, dog i'm a fucking hey man i'm a 45 champion i'm gonna be 55 champion and i'm gonna be 70 and i, I won't fucking fight you dog i am retired i'm a movie star but i will fight the diaz brothers you uh my brother beat you dog and now i want to fucking beat you too dog it's a fucking part of the family trilogy i uh cannot drug test but uh i will fight anybody i, w- I wanted to conor mcgregor to call me out but uh his career is over uh his loss is way worse than mine to met sarah he, dog, all I know is that fucking Nick gave me the fucking tools to beat you. I'm going to use the same shit that he beat you with. 
All right, guys. Thank you so much for calling. Oh, George has one more point he wants to add. I can. Barbara's giving me a don't rap, don't cut him off yet. Uh, I am over Holly Holm. She's disgusting. Misha Tate, when you see that belt around the waist and it goes right below the titties, it's unbelievable. I have a new crush. <laughs> this guy is better than no, her boyfriend, George Caraway. George, <laughs> I think you have a you have a belt fetish. I don't think you love these women at all. You love the belt that they hold. I wear my belt constantly. I have the tan lines from being at the, the rain pool party in Vegas. And uh, when you, you can't, it's hard to have sex with a woman who never has held a belt. It's very awkward. You have nothing to talk about either before, during, or after the sex. George, you just, George, you need uh, help, man. Yeah, I don't think you love these women at all. Yeah, I guess this is belt fetish. He's on to Misha. He's as bad as the horse fucker. He's on to Misha Tate, I guess. Well, good luck to you, George. Nate, congratulations, Nick. Good to hear from you. We can't wait for you to come back. 209. Happy 209 guy, day, guys. And uh, good luck getting that yacht. Uh, there they right. go. Great call. That's, those guys were great. Great uh, show. I power pack show, huh? I got to give a shout out uh, to Dakota. Dakota. And uh, he's a big fan. He says, I don't have iTunes, but I have referred many people to your podcast. Thank so give you, me Dakota. a shout out. Thank he's you. also reached out to us before. So shout out to the, to the man. Uh, FM sent me a photo of the Hulk uh, 209 crew. I think that big black guy that's seven foot two, I think that's Dirty Larry. Is that Dirty Larry? Yeah. Wow. Jeez. I'm, Dirty I'm Larry's pretty a, sure. Dirty Larry's a big fucking I, I, guy. It's kind of racist that they call him Dirty Larry. He's a big guy, though. Uh, he's like eight um, feet tall. What do we have here? Talk amongst yourselves. Okay. I'm going to cue up the outro song while, uh, while you do that. Oh, uh... What is this? Oh, I got to get to this guy. Dude, that Slater, is, how good was that, that intro more. song, by the way? Oh, it's fucking amazing. Um, it really I started some... the show off on a positive note. It's hard to have a bad show when that song's playing. I got it. There is an article that we have to get to next week. Uh, oh, shit. From Sorry. Sam. Sorry. He's a new fan, and he sent us a bunch of people that uh, are cross-country trekking. Old Sam, the new fan? Yeah. Oh, like guys who were all fat guys who were cross-country trekking? Yeah. Wow, there's more than one? <laughs> he said not. they're not fat guys. They're just other piece of shit guys. Oh, Chris sent an interesting article. Um, or not article, but he sent an interesting email. He said that uh, he first heard us on Ari's Skeptic Tank, and then he checked us out. And then he... Um, Best movie uh, of your life, he went, Chris. He's, he's listening to Bone... He, took a, he said, uh, of course, I took a visit to uh, Boner City. I fortunately had the foresight to start on episode one because Dan Schneider didn't start on episode one. Boner City, you kind of do need to. He said one of the early Danish and O'Neill episodes, you mentioned Dairy Queen, where you went with hot chicks were in the parking lot. Yes, we did. Maybe think of the Dairy Queen of my town and how one uh, and how the one you visited wouldn't hold a candle to ours. What? Where's he from? Uh, he's from uh, Minnesota. Did we mention? I think uh, that was the original. Yeah, that's so, the guy who's the guy who shirks the rules. Yeah, yeah. So he goes. So the whole uh, is about how he's like, "Holy shit, that's the one in my fucking town," and he goes to that one. He goes that. I hey, I agree. Your your Dairy Queen does win. That guy is a real Dairy Queen renegade, and he knows his shit. Yeah, he said, "Holy shit!" His sixth episode. He's like, he said. Uh, most Dairy Queens today are sucking the man's dick. Ours is a nice breath of fresh air. <laughs> Jesus. Do people go there like to, to, to say fuck you to the man? <laughs> he said Danish didn't get why the chipper sandwich was an off, uh, wasn't, of course, on the menu. Uh, yeah, I'm not that familiar with the menu. They serve food at that place, which no Dairy Queen really does, I don't think. Really? Mine did. 
I, I think though they said now very few do. Uh, that was part of the article. The I believe I could be wrong. DQ Biggie in a basket. What is it? Was that Biggie Smalls <laughs> CD? Uh, also, Mac. Uh, he's spreading the good word. He said, "Don't use my last name or my girl's name." <laughs> but I'm just trying Mac to, and Mary. Trying not to be a freeloader. So he sent his lady. Um, what is this sweet dream? You know, I uh, said. He's wishing you sweet dreams. He just basically, in a text message oh. uh, feed, said, "Tell her to listen to Danish and O'Neill." Oh, her, her, the girlfriend spread the word. Now, Got this it. is an interesting yet extremely disgusting fucking photo. Is it of a horse? Not, no, it's about what's on the photo. So, uh, so this is from John. Am I, do he I says, want to My see girlfriend this? expects a shout out on the podcast oh, for this. Um, oh boy. I don't know what his girlfriend's name is. Oh, boy. Uh, but, yes, your girlfriend gets a huge shout-out, John. I appreciate what she did, and I love the writing. I just don't appreciate what's in the middle of it. So, it appears to be, it says, on her, on her chest, written between her titties. Hashtag Danish and O'Neal. And then it, there appears to be a load of semen yeah. on them. And I applaud on our names. Look, I love whose I, name is more covered. His girlfriend looks like she's got some beautiful beef. Cats. Whose name is more covered? Uh, pretty equally. <laughs> My apostrophe is completely doused. Uh, Look, looks like looks like they did it in uh, in magic marker, which doesn't come off that easy. I love. I, I want. I wish I could see the full beef. At first, I it's a it real was, tease. First, I thought it was a dude. It's it, not a dude. No, what are like, you talking about? No, like, look, watch when I hold it far away from you. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what okay, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, far. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, for you from far away. It looks yeah. like pectorals, but then when you got it closer to me. I'm not, no offense to the guy. What's his name? John. John, John or John's um, lady. Tell that, us her name so we can say her yeah, name. Yeah, and also, uh, you know, I appreciate the effort. You can leave out the jizz next time. Me, yeah, let me see that. Also, hey, if you could talk her into sending the full beef, just give us one beef cannon and up close. Oh, the N in your name is really juiced. It's Ugh. just leaking down. When, when uh, I got closer. Ugh. John and... Uh, I don't want to see John's kids. And John's special lady friend, um, if you could just send us... Now I got to see the full beef cannon Jesus. because they look they look luscious. Maybe we should... Should we do a Danish and O'Neill tour of the US where we stay with people like this and we can see no. the jizz in person? You can. I'll stop by for 15 <laughs> minutes and then I'll go. Uh... <laughs> You want to save some of these? I'm going to say, I've got, yeah, I've, no, I've, got, I've got a bunch, so I'll have to... Uh, Are you ready to hear the Danish and O'Neill new outro? Yes. I mean, the techno has to be the intro. The techno may be both. Oh, by the way, uh, old Steph, uh, Brush, she sent uh, <laughs> to cleanse my palate of the horse fucking. She's like, thought you could use a fun animal story that... Uh, like a nice ...wasn't one? horse fuckery. <laughs> um all right, it's that. That was uh, the that was the, uh, What's the, story? the that was the knife yielding monkey that terrorizes the Brazil. Oh, bar. okay. Uh, all right, are you ready? Yeah, I've got for some this? more shout outs. We'll get to them next. Are week you ready for this so outro? Many. Yeah. Uh, or do you think the techno should be the outro, or the techno? I haven't and heard this that. Song? I haven't heard the outro. Well, it's true. But if so, are you going to give me a sign if you don't like this and then you want the techno? Uh, uh, we'll play it out and then we'll talk about it next week. We All can right. see which Here one we go. This has been episode there. 35. 34. 34 again. <laughs> I don't know why I keep wanting that 35. Dude, wh- one of these episodes will be each of our golden episode yeah. birthdays. Happy 209 day to everybody. Nate Diaz for fucking president. Man. Fuck you, Conor McGregor. You talk too much shit like Ronda Rousey before you. You Dude, were elevated and you were humbled. I urge you to watch the press conference and watch his reaction when Nate Diaz walks in. He has been... 
beyond humbled. He has been disgraced and humiliated beyond belief. He wears it on his face. It's like the Iron Sheik humbled him by fucking him in the ass and getting him in the camel cl- cobra camel clutch. Yeah. Uh, here it is. Oh, leave us five. Leave us a five star review, like the guy who listened to last episode for text his first, review and a text review. We appreciate it greatly. And John. Work on your lady. I just want to see one. Just want to see one full beef can. And give her a name. We'd like give us yes. her name. We'd she, like to give her a shout out. She deserves she, it. She did a tremendous thing she, for us. She did more work than you did in that situation. Uh, then uh, he may have because he had to get the load on there. So it's well, true. unless he did it himself or she did, she take, might have done all the work. Take a load off, Johnny. All right. This has been episode thirty-four, two hundred nine for life, motherfucker. I got my tat. Uh, oh, by the way, quick story. John Anik, who works for uh, ESPN, I believe, and UFC, he's, he's, he said if, if Nate Diaz won, he would get a 209 tattoo. Nate Diaz found out about it, was not happy. But now he's looking for a tattoo artist. And now he's going to get it. Now said, you better, Nate Diaz said, if you don't get that tattoo, I'm going to slap you next time I see you. But he, he put a feeler out. He goes, hey, uh, who's, who's the best tattoo artist in South Florida? And he's going to get it done. Oddly enough, John Anik's brother, twin brother, went to my college. It was in the theater program. Me and my buddy originally thought John Anik was who went to college with us because they're identical twins, but it was the brother. So he still lives down there probably with the brother. Yeah. Well, they're the brother. Yeah, brother might live in South Florida. The school was in Northern. But all right, here it is. Episode 34, the new outro song. Well, to be discussed, maybe it's not the new outro song, but here it is anyway. Here it comes. Could be a good intro song. Too. Thank you, Sean Edwards. Wow, we he love blew you. my mind. Make I, sure you tell him that. I think he said "sub B" at the end. There is that what he said? Yeah, sub B. <laughs> oh, did you say Pete or B? B sub B. He may have said Pete. It's a mystery. <laughs> you decide out there. You have the headphones. It was it B? I I couldn't tell. Some I call it was me B. Danish. <laughs> they both know, are man. unbelievable. How about we just interchange them? Mix it up. Every other episode, we flip-flop them. I mean, either you way, you make sure you tell that guy. Can't go wrong with either one. Blew my dick off. He also sent the techno one while we were on air uh, with no music. So he's like, you can talk over it if you want to use that as an outro. I mean, there's so many options. Jesus Christ. Really? I, you really? Well, why, don't we, why don't we play that one while we talk our way out of the episode? All right. Let's see how that one feels. It's going to take me a second to, uh, to get it going here. Okay. I'll talk amongst myselves. There's been a lot of Gary Keeler talk lately. A lot of Gary. I think it's people going through who are a little late to the party. Well, also his big retirement. Yeah, it's true too. Doing his big Hollywood Bowl show. I was getting a lot of tweets about Gary. Uh, I get him sporadically here and there. He must have been in the news again. Some uh, one guy really likes attacking how unattractive Gary is, which I think is a cheap shot. They do attack his homophobia and his fucking sexism and the fact that he cheated on his wives and he talks about monogamy. 
Use the ugliness as one of your last. It's a last resort. <laughs> Don't stoop to that level. Don't be a pork roller. Here's the. Uh, here's this song. And this, and this is uh, so, so. Leave us that five star review, everybody. Yeah, I like it. We're supposed to talk over it. Well, I have to hold the mic. Okay, to well, the I'll just talk. So, hey, everybody, thanks for listening to the show. It's episode 34. Leave us a five star text review and make sure you tell a friend. And if you want to do some guerrilla marketing, go for it. We'll appreciate anybody that gets our name out there. And if you want a shout out, email me at O'NealTheAssKicker at Yahoo.com. How do you spell that? Glad you asked. O'Neill is O N E I L L. The ass kicker at yahoo.com. This has been the Danish O'Neill podcast. Thanks for listening.